Greetings to Evia Churches and greetings to those joining us from elsewhere. You're all very welcome. This is Colin and we have our podcast for the 10th Sunday after Pentecost. This Sunday will be at Yetham at 10 and then at Linton at, half, at quarter past 11. During this week, the, the events just run as usual. However, we have a funeral. Elizabeth Watson passed away. And there'll be a service of thanksgiving for Elizabeth in Yetamkirk on Thursday, this Thursday coming at one o'clock. And advance notice, there'll be a songs of praise in Kirk Yetam Green on Sunday the 20th at six o'clock. Um, these are all the, the intimations. The others you can look at on the website. A call to worship. We gather here in anticipation, seeking an encounter with our holy God, who comes amongst us when we least expect it, who invites us to wrestle with our questions and doubts, who richly blesses us and calls us each by name. Let us worship God together. We worship God in the hymn 153, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Thanks to Heather and Gordon. Let us pray. Mysterious and merciful God, 
We praise you for all the ways you offer us abundant life. When the sun rises and the earth blooms around us, we're thankful for the gift of a new day. When evening falls, we count on your presence for comfort. For the times we show us a way and give us guidance, we praise you. And for the healing you offer when we're broken and hurting, we rejoice. Jesus in flesh word, we bring ourselves to you this day, longing to see you face to face. We cling to you knowing that you hold us fast. Yet we know that all too often we try to let go of you. We struggle against what is good for us, turning our back on you and looking away from your face. But your arms are always held wide open and welcome. Holy Spirit, abiding presence, we feel you amongst us this day, helping us to see your face, enabling us to love even when love is a struggle, helping us to love ourselves when we prefer to hate. So inspire us to return to you, to hold fast to love and justice, and we continually for you, even as we struggle. And like a mother eagle who tends her young, like a father who runs to welcome home the estranged, like a rock upon which we stand, God is loving and faithful and forgives all our sins. God loves and forgives us. So let's have the strength to love and forgive ourselves and serve one another. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. We turn to the scriptures and we read from the book of Genesis chapter 32 and from verse 22, and we're continuing, been looking at Abraham, Isaac, we're on Jacob now. That night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two maid servants, his 11 sons, and crossed the ford at Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. And so Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip, so that the hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, Let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked, What is your name? Jacob. Then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you struggle with God and have overcome. Jacob said, please tell me your name. But he replied, why do you ask me? And then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, it is because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. Amen. And God bless this reading from God's holy word. Oh, praise be to God's name. 
the hymn 348, Praise the Gods, Praise the One Who Breaks the Darkness. And let us pray. Dear Lord, often we struggle to hear your voice in the competing sounds of our world. Speak to us now, that as we listen, you inspire us, that as we struggle, you strengthen us, and as we respond, you will lead us. Amen. John Bell, the Scottish hymn writer, once asked a congregation which sport Christianity could most be compared to. Is it like cricket, he asked, which from the outside looks dull, but enthusiasts are keen to assure us it's really exciting. Or is it like tennis, fairly predictable, but the word love is used from time to time. Or maybe the church is like golf, which looks easy, until you see the size of the hole and the size of the ball and the length they are from one another. Or maybe it's like snooker, something which only a few can play really well, but there's a vast army of armchair critics. But John Bell concluded that the sport most associated with the church was wrestling. Because to be a Christian often means being involved in a struggle. Whether it's to be a struggle with our faith or with our conscience. A struggle for fair trade. For a better world. A struggle even with life and death. Jacob famously wrestled with God. We've been following the story of the patriarchs these towering figures in Genesis, the right to the start of Israel's history. But Jacob has not been a role model we would recommend to anyone. He wrestled with his twin brother Esau in their mother's womb, and he tricked Esau out of his birthright and had to flee for his life to escape Esau's vengeance. Now he's been away for 20 years working with his uncle Laban, but even there he's put all his cousins' noses out of joint, for he has prospered at their expense. 
He has to make a hasty getaway. But now word reaches him that Esau is looking for him, is wanting to meet him. And Jacob is trembling. He is terrified. His life has reached a turning point and he has to confront the past. But he's still the same character. He divides his sheep and goats, all his possessions, his servants, into two groups and separates them. So if Esau grabbed one, the others would escape. Also, incredibly, he sends his wives and children ahead so that they're in between Esau and himself. He's terrified of Esau and has made him into some kind of giant figure. But suddenly he's alone, and that night a figure appears and wrestles with Jacob. Some commentator suggests that it was Jacob's greatest fear and rival, his brother Esau, who had somehow slipped in and wrestled with him. Some other commentators say that he's wrestling with his inner demons, the past catching up with him. In paintings, he's showing as wrestling with an angel. Whereas when we read Genesis, it says he's wrestling with God himself. And he called the place Peniel, which means the face of God. Whoever it was that Jacob was wrestling with, he clung on until he was blessed. He was injured. But also we're told he was given a new name, Israel. It's as if in this wrestling match, he does confront who he has been and what he has done. He doesn't come through the experience unscathed. He is wounded. He has a limp. But also he has this new identity. By God's grace, he's allowed to continue and to be a new person. Though that new person still has his faults. The reformer Martin Luther saw this story as one of wrestling with God. Maybe not surprising given the troubles Luther had with the church in his attempt to reform it. John Calvin saw the story as a vision for all of us about wrestling with what we have to do in life. He said, the Lord exercises us with various kinds of conflict. God tries our strength through these struggles. And Calvin thought it was, like Jacob, with God's own self we wrestle in order to be tested, in order to be strengthened. Charles Wesley, one of the founding figures of Methodism, in one of his great hymns saw a, a figure that Jacob wrestled with as Christ. And somehow the desire to know God by clinging on the secret of thy love unfold. Wrestling I will not let thee go till I thy name, thy nature know. So many Christians go through difficult times in their lives. The dark night of the soul, including many Christians who have been assailed by doubts and fears when bad things happen to them. 
are to those that they love. But like Jacob, though wounded, they persisted and clung to Jesus, clung to God. It's not easy to be a Christian. From the word go, there were persecutions. And even today, the charity that embraced the Middle East has been running a series of podcasts with figures from the church in the Middle East. And Jack Munir, a young Palestinian Christian, says, We've seen more attacks, more harassment, more vandalism of church property over this past year than all the previous 10 years combined. It can be a struggle to keep the faith. But like Jacob, though wounded, the Christians in Palestine and Iraq and Syria persist and show that tenacity of faith. We struggle with wanting to live in harmony with the earth, wanting a fairer world where all have dignity and all can live in peace. Sometimes it can seem one step forward and two steps back, but we persist. We have to show that tenacity of faith. For we believe that we will ultimately be blessed. Jacob was wounded, but he persisted and was blessed. So in all our wrestling matches of faith, let us hold on to our faith as we seek to be faithful to God and to serve him. That we too may be blessed and be a blessing to others. In the name of Father and Son and Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Let us pray. The sacrifice that honours God is a thankful heart. And so we present our offerings with thankful hearts, grateful for all God's goodness to us. Blessed are you, God, God of all creation, for all your good gifts. Use the gifts we offer to spread your goodness in Jesus' name. Let your spirit work through us so that your goodness will move through us into the world wherever we go. Most High, we pray for those who struggle against the earthly powers and principalities that seek to rule our world. For those who seek peace in a world at war. For those who seek love in a world of hate. For those who seek justice in a world of evil. Give strength and encouragement and the ability to hold on until the dawn comes. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. I pray today for those who struggle because they can't afford bills or because work isn't a, is a problem for them. Pray for developing countries never out of debt to the new empires of capital. Give strength and encouragement or the ability to hold on until the dawn comes. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for all those who struggle with ill health in mind and in body and in spirit. For those struggling with pain, waiting to see a doctor. For those struggling to make the NHS work better. For those with mental health issues. Give strength and encouragement and the ability to hold on until the dawn comes. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Pray for those who have lost everything in wildfires or in other natural disasters. 
pray that you'll guide the leaders of our communities, our nations, as they face these complicated problems. Give them wisdom and courage to work together. Pray for all seeking a fairer world and for the fair trade movement. We also pray for those who walk through our villages this summer. Keep us alert to the needs of visitors and strangers and open our hearts so that your goodness will touch those that we meet. We pray for those who've lost loved ones, for all who struggle with physical and mental health, with loneliness. And in a moment, we name them before you. Lord Jesus, walk with us through the days of challenge and celebration. Be our bread for the journey to sustain us. And encourage us whatever the days ahead hold for us. In Jesus' name, amen. And our closing hymn is 515, Soldiers of Christ Arise. And so may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and be with all whom you love this day and even forevermore. Amen. <laughs>